0: Thank you for downloading this free podcast and also want to take a second to remind you to pick up your copy of Nightmare at Nibblers. Of course, it's the real life ghost investigation of Greg Nibbler's house available now for your forever copy at funemploymentradio.com/store. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Of, radio. The, future of radio. radio the Future of Radio The Future of Radio The Future, the future of Radio is here unemploymentradio.com
1: the thing is, I don't think I want them to come by, really. Like, I don't want to deal with it. But then again, if they don't come by, but, shouldn't I be insulted by that?
0: I don't know. Because, I mean, if you're buying candy, that means that you kind of want them to come by. I mean, that's why well, I've I'd never want to purchased pre- candy. I
1: want to be prepared. But then this, at the same time, though, what if the kids just walk by and they don't even stop at my house? Well, they so don't like, usually like stop your house. Like, their parents are like, ooh, no, don't go there. Like, what's wrong with my house? Why can't I be a house so the kids can go? Now to? that the meth heads are gone, you're the creepy house.
0: I'm not the creepy house. The, the parents don't want their children going up to your door.
1: No, that's they've seen the likes of well, you. Well, now I'm going to demand that they stop. Hello, everyone. Oh, this that's is going to go of, well. Look. <laughs> You kids get up here. Hello, everyone. This is my candy. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Dibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. The subscription to Listen Live is six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Bada
0: bing, bada bing, bada boom.
1: So, what was is that? Your sound effects now? It sure is. Your sound effects kind of, kind of lady.
0: You know, I've been preparing today. I have lots of sound effects today. I've which I have like about really seventeen things don't. pulled up onto my computer, which means, of course, it's going to crash halfway through. But I mean, but right now, let me tell you, I am locked. I am loaded. I am prepped.
1: All right, you're kind of good to go. You're kind of unnerving me a little bit. I know. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Uh. you, but anyway, uh, we've uh, we've got a ton of stuff that we're going to get to today, as usual. I want to remind everybody though of this: if you're going to be out and about tomorrow, tomorrow is October 31st, All Hallows Eve. No, wait, wouldn't would today be All Hallows Eve, and then tomorrow's Halloween? Is Hallow's so. Eve Halloween? Hallow's Eve must be the day before. We're, this is all Hallow's Eve. Wow. That must be how that works. I'm sure that's Anyway, how works. tomorrow is Halloween, and our fine sponsor, Asylum, on 37th and Hawthorne here in Portland, Oregon, if you're going to be around, uh, stop by their store. They're going to have a whole thing going with a, a living a living mannequin, a person Yes, a living mannequin. That's, that's what you would call it. right? That's what it's
0: called. Yeah, I was just waiting for you to work it through. I'm,
1: I'm working it through <laughs> in my head as I talk, which is the best way to do any kind of radio. Work So tomorrow, work it on Halloween <laughs> oh my god are those sound effects that you've got? I don't know if they're going to have sound effects down there at Asylum or not they
0: Probably will, but
1: they will have a living mannequin in the window and all kinds of fantastic deals they are a wonderful sponsor of us and so go ahead and stop by there 37th and Hawthorne if you're out and about if you're out trick-or-treating or doing maybe not trick-or-treating but if you're just out and about for the day on Halloween stop by there did you pull up a soundboard is that what this is was that a Halloween sound? That's not really what that sounded like.
0: What? Do you, whoa, dirty mind. What did you think it? sounded like? I don't know. Like? I'm just
1: saying. I'm just saying. I'm not sure what that. What that, that was? was. A
0: screaming woman.
1: Okay, and then whatever you want to.
0: It's very spooky right now, Greg. It's a spooky day.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. I, hope I you're love not be doing that Halloween. All, all right. Well, we've got we've got all that uh, coming up. But what I was talking about was God damn it! Are you going to be doing this the entire show? Uh huh okay well what i was tired about though with halloween man is... i got some
0: good sleep last night i have some oh, good caffeine God. oh greg's just trying to like get it out about him greg just wants to talk about him a little bit more you know what i want to talk about i want to talk about greg not being able to talk about himself
1: go ahead sarah the show is yours
0: no it's all right greg let's work through your issues it seems like you're you're kind of on one today no
1: it's sarah time go ahead the show is yours five minutes fill
0: no, I do have stuff to fill it, but then you're going to be mad that I already use my material that we've already spaced out through the rest of the show. So if you'd like to do that and then fill in for the rest of it, I'm totally okay with that, Greg. Follow <laughs> protocol, Greg. All right. So what? So you, so have you purchased candy?
1: Okay. So here's the deal. Now, what can is I, Can the I deal? talk? Can I talk now?
0: Talk freely. Can I finish? Talk freely. Can I finish? Sure.
1: I'm finished. All right. So <laughs> here's the thing. It is Halloween tomorrow night. And uh, tomorrow, tomorrow all day. And uh, I have, you know, I own a house here in Southeast Portland. Oh, my God. And I've got roommates and I live in the upstairs, which is a converted attic. But I live in a neighborhood. There are kids in the neighborhood. I live near schools. It's actually a fairly nice neighborhood. And especially now with the fact that my meth head neighbors have ostensibly moved out. I mean, the, the place is sold. So. They probably
0: have one more day, though. It has to be the end of the month, so maybe no. they're going to have a big Halloween shebang that tomorrow. Would, that
1: would suck. Oh, my God. If they had a big Halloween shebang tonight. <laughs> no, I mean, I haven't seen them. They had the moving van there. The stuff seems to be gone. I, and, I mean, and the place is sold. So I can't imagine they're going to be coming back unless that's the night they decide to attack me, which has been a nightmare I've had for a long time. I know. So And they will, because now you can't find them. You don't know where they'll be. Well, I always thought, like because for years I used to get trick or treaters. And I I like giving candy to kids. You know, I'm fine with that. Let's be careful I'll,
0: in the phrasing of that.
1: Well, I mean the kids come up for Halloween and I give them candy. You say I like to give candy to kids. Well, I mean, but you know, the kids like candy and I like to Okay, like never to, mind. Yes, let's I'm going to rephrase what I'm saying. Please rephrase. So so yeah, I I uh you know, I I I enjoyed handing out candy because when I was a kid, I didn't we, the way we had to do trick or treating. He grew I lived up on trip- a
0: gravel road, and, and he didn't have a lot. since grown up in the country.
1: Yeah, I know. And, and because of that, I never got to actually walk around to houses and trick or treat. We had to drive around. My mom would that drive us. Sucks. Yeah. So we would the, all the neighbors would know. And I've talked about this before. We had Mrs. Beaver's uh, corn balls. You know, we would go get Mrs. Mrs. Beaver's Forgot balls. About
0: Mrs. Beaver's corn balls.
1: Yeah. Mrs. Beaver's corn That's balls. That's not
0: made up, by the way. Uh, he lived next to the beavers and Mrs. Yeah. Beaver made corn balls.
1: Yeah. I lived out in the country. And so it was basically we would go visit. We had like, I don't know, maybe 10 houses we would go to and they all knew the kids within like a Five mile radius because there weren't that many of us. you were a little us. nibbler bastard. I <laughs> wasn't <it> a bastard. <laughs> what are you implying?
0: Well, no, not that you're good. <laughs> not like Jon Snow is a bastard. I'm right. talking about like you're just like a, a turd bastard. I was
1: not. We were we were good kids. I mean, plus our mom was there. We couldn't mess up when she's around. <laughs> no, and we had we always had to you know be very thankful for everything we got, even though even though half the times I, I really didn't want it. And that was you know Mrs. Beaver, who was the the old lady who the Beavers. They lived down the street. Their their last name was Beaver, and Mrs. Beaver used to make corn balls. And so we would have to go there. And I swear they would sit in like her. She must have made them like once, maybe like she five make years, them like a
0: week in advance. Yeah,
1: I don't know because they were just rock hard. Like you couldn't bite them. You couldn't get through to don't
0: them. Don't want to chip a tooth on Mrs. Beaver's corn balls. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
1: no, my mom would worry about that oh, because yeah. you know dentists are expensive. Sure. So. So we would get those, you know, I wouldn't necessarily eat Mrs. Beaver's corn balls, but we would, we would drive around. So I never really got the experience to, to just walk around on the street and go house to house and just like make a killing because there's so many places to go to. I was stuck with my 10 places.
0: It's being asked
1: for clarification,
0: Greg. Are these yes. corn balls made of corn or are they popcorn balls? Popcorn balls. Popcorn
1: balls. Popcorn balls. Oh, right. yeah, I guess so. That's... So Mrs. Beaver's popcorn balls. Popcorn balls, I guess so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why I called them corn balls. That's what we called them, though corn balls. That's just the way things no, no. happen In the country, we do things a little bit different. In um, the
0: country, things are a little bit Things go just a little, little bit, bit slower. Bit slower.
1: <laughs> so, so we would do that. And then, uh, you know, because I never got that experience of just, of getting, you know, a killing amount of candy just because you can walk around from, like, you know, you can walk two Oh, yeah, two growing bucks. up in a
0: city, I remember when I lived in Seattle I yeah. was still old enough to trick-or-treat, like, you could hit up a hundred houses mm-hmm. and just come back with, like, two bags full of stuff.
1: Right. See, I couldn't do that. Yeah. I was stuck with whatever was there, oh. and then my only trading partner was my brother, so I'd try to trick him out of whatever I wanted, which was usually, like, something Reese's Pieces-based. And and then the other thing I did, too, though, because I didn't like I didn't I liked candy but I liked the idea of having candy more than You liked candy it. as a commodity. Yeah. You
0: like candy as a bartering
1: tool. It was an it was a wonderful bartering yeah, tool. Yeah, you didn't
0: like candy for the sake of candy. I mean, now you do. I mean, we all know about your problem with peanut M&Ms, but I mean. Right. But back then you used it as almost currency.
1: Well, it was currency because mm-hmm. my brother would just like scarf it all down as fast as he could, as fast as whatever he was given. Like my mom would be like, "All right, you can have these you get ones your rations this time." Of candy? Yeah, your rations of candy. He so what is that it. in
0: your growing up, like half a cornball?
1: Well, the cornballs we didn't eat so much. But, you know, there was regular candy out there. There were stores. And so so they, uh, you know, Jeff would go through all his candy. I would just hoard mine. I'd eat like one piece. And then I'd just wrap it all up. And I'd put it in my closet. And then I would wait until Jeff went through all of his candy. God, you have not changed. And then when finally he went through his candy and he's fiending for more candy. He wants, he knows I have it. He knows I haven't eaten mine. And I have it, and I would maybe dole out a piece of candy. Well, in exchange, I'm going to play with your G.I. Joe's for today. Here's a, here's a, here's a Jolly Rancher. There uh, you go. Is Knock asking, yourself out.
0: Uh, well, Jeff ate his candy. Maybe that's why Jeff is taller than you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe well, it
0: was special growth hormone candy, and you could have been taller. Probably. would have.
1: They probably put hormones in the 80s and those yeah, things. Yeah,
0: good thing that you saved up all that candy, for well, Greg.
1: Well, I got to play with the G.I. Joe's, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's what I would do, was my, my buttering system. I would keep it. I I remember keeping Halloween candy for like almost a year one time that I would still have some in my room uh, wrapped up, hidden in case uh, Snoopy McGee would try to find it. But then that way I could still.
0: still I don't feel like your brother would snoop uh, in your room. I feel like you would snoop in his.
1: No, he would. I'm sure. I'm sure he snooped in my room. Mm -hmm. He knew I had candy in there. Okay. Yeah, he, he couldn't help it. So that's what I would do. However, back to this thing, though, about my house. The, the issue is, you know, I kind of enjoyed the idea of, oh, well, there's a trick or treater. I did anyway. I did enjoy it because I was like, oh, it's kind of cool. You know, see the kids in the I costumes. I don't want like to open. Well,
0: I mean, you can see why Halloween would be my nightmare if I owned a house because I hate opening my door to anyone, let alone to strangers, let alone to strangers who want things from me. Yeah. I don't want to do that.
1: Well, see, I'm okay. I'm okay And most people it. can
0: see inside of your house. They can, like, like I'm paranoid about that stuff. Like, they can see what you have. They can see your belongings. They can stake out your house. They can be like, oh, look at that video game system, you know, th- that you have. Yeah. They're looking inside. They're like, oh, and what are the hours that you Well, I'm not working?
1: inviting them in.
0: Like, I'm not telling them when I'm working. They can peep in. Oh, and though.
1: what are the hours that you work? So they can when, peep in. when would you say you're not home the most? Mm-hmm. Now, I've got, like, tons of alarm signs all over my house. I feel okay with it, I, although I understand that paranoia to an extent. And that is kind of why. I shut it down for the last couple of years. and I, I, I thought you I shut mentioned it this down yesterday. because
0: nobody was showing up at your house.
1: Well, it's partially because nobody was coming to my house anymore. But also because of that damn 15-year-old bastard with the mustache. I was not going to give him candy. Okay. That kid ruined it for me. And so, I, so I, didn't, I didn't give him candy. Did I ever tell you about how I Kids was... Kids are a-
0: reaching puberty at younger
1: ages now. It doesn't mean he's necessarily 15. Well, he wasn't dressed up. Maybe he was trying to be a young man. Maybe that was his costume. Well, he was failing miserably. He needs to shave that peach fuzz mustache (laughs) off. Um, Did I ever tell you about how I was a 16-year-old bastard and went (laughs) trick-or-treating?
0: I think you did, but because you were small, you were like the same size as everybody
1: else. No, that is not why. No, my buddy Dan and I... Oh, my God. This this is going to be happening all show, isn't it? Hell, yeah. So, Dan and I, one time, uh, we, we put on... Halloween mass and we went around at like 9.30 at night on Halloween after all the kids had gone because we knew people still had candy and they didn't want it anymore.
0: That's you and Dan walking around. It's
1: called weird grunt noises. And then we went in we 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 took everybody's candy. Oh my so god. I did that once. But now here's the deal. This 15 year old kid he ruined it and so I shut it down and so I haven't I haven't uh I haven't actively pursued uh, trick-or-treaters in the last few... Wait, that sounds wrong.
0: Don't ever actively pursue trick-or-treaters. Everything you're wording sounds like children should be coming nowhere near your home.
1: (laughs) No, but I mean, you know, leaving the light on so the kids know where to go. And then having the candy bowl out there.
0: Well, I mean, it's kind of bullshit anyway. I mean, if you're just going to turn on the light, like, you have no Halloween decorations. There's some creepy lone light bulb on the side of a street like, come, little kids. I want to give you
1: candy. I think there's a spider web right now from my railing to my bush. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of counts. So I, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm considering starting it back up this year. But at the same time, I am kind of offended that kids haven't been trying to come to my house. You oh. know, so then I can be like, no, I'm sorry. Blame the 15-year-old with the mustache, kids. Get out of here. That's what you here. should
0: do. You should pit the children against each other.
1: Yeah, that, well, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. But because of that, like, why why aren't they stopping by my house, though? Even though I may not want them there. Your house there, looks
0: very unwelcoming. What you do you mean it's unwelcoming? I mean, welcoming. you don't have any Halloween stuff there. All it is is just, like, one lone light bulb and your actual real spider webs up there. Like, you live in a house of bros. Like, why would they want to come to your house? I would see your house and be like, oh, no, thank you. Well, see yeah, but it's a safe house. You like drinking beer through the windows, and everyone's like, "They're probably scared. They're probably intimidated, intimidated by, the weird by me, drunk man that lives at that house with the lone, single,
1: um, dull light bulb." There is two bright light bulbs mm-hmm. on my porch. Thank you very much. I changed them yesterday, but I okay. Well, then, what do I have to do? Why would they be afraid of me? Though? I don't
0: know, but I really think that you need to probably not talk to people about how you can entice more children to come to your house because it's making you sound a little weird.
1: But if I buy candy for the kids, you know, I want them to eat the candy. I mean, is that strange?
0: I'm sure it's totally normal.
1: Okay. Well, anyway, I don't know Are you if they're going to dre- show so, up.
0: Do kids do the thing, like, if it's uh, since it's Friday tonight, like, do they t- trick-or-treat two nights?
1: Oh, they okay, some- better not. That's cheating.
0: No, because sometimes you see parents who take out their kids, like, if they can't go out on Saturday night or whatever, like, they'll be wandering around That's in the costumes. Oh! <gasps> Like I would think that there has to be some kind of rule. Like if some kid shows up at your house on the thirtieth and you don't have candy, and then they look all disappointed, and the parents look disappointed, like that's on the parents. Blame isn't it?
1: your father for yeah. no candy. That's what I would do. I would tell the kid. I was like, you know why you don't have candy? It's your dad's fault. And think this about guy right that right here. This yeah. guy right here. That guy. Yeah, he, he set up
0: false expectations for you. Yeah. Welcome to life, kid. Yep. Welcome to life.
1: Santa Claus isn't real. Get out of here. Spoiler that's what I'll do.
0: alert. Greg's Maybe just kidding. I could
1: be. I could be one of those. Uh, one of those those houses you know that gives out like informational stuff or like toothpaste and things like that that could be one of those houses that would scare them away did you ever go to one of those when you were yes, treating yes the, to- yeah, the yeah, toothpaste the toothbrush houses? houses yeah
0: the toothbrush and toothpaste houses mm-hmm. those were the worst
1: yeah they are the worst yeah yeah i mean you're not making any kind of point you're just being kind of a jerk i think when you're doing that
0: mm-hmm. you're just telling them they have dirty teeth
1: yeah yeah you're calling the kids dirty
0: nobody needs to be told i'm not dirty calling them dirty i'm handing them candy
1: up. I want them to be happy. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, I mean, if, if that's what the way you want to spend your Halloween, you just go for it, man. I am going to be out with other adults in costumes, drinking adult beverages, not giving out free candy to children.
1: Well, fine. I'm, I mean, I'm still going to be like doing that's that. Something too that you're right.
0: going to be doing anyway. You act like you're going to be sitting at home. Yeah, but like it gets dark early. You spent all this time on your damn. John Snow costume. You're just going to be yes. sitting in your house, John showing
1: Snow. it to children. Winter's coming. The White Walkers. I saw them. Your John Snow's terrible. That is not too bad. It that is wasn't too bad. pretty terrible. No, I've been I've been trying to work on it. Doing okay. Yes, I'm going as John Snow. I do have pretty much the costume made now. I've got to pick up a couple extra uh, a couple extra things. A
0: couple extra doohickeys. Yeah,
1: got to get myself a sword. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have been working. Like I've I've got to do the voice, and I, that's one thing I forgot to be doing. Until just a couple of days ago, so I've been I've been working on it. You gotta talk real low.
0: Well, Jon Snow is something that people the are going to. Wildlings are
1: gonna be. The wildlings will invade. It no, is that wasn't like
0: good. It, the tip of pop culture right now. People are going to expect you to know who you are and what you're doing
1: mm-hmm. okay like when
0: i went as uh and of course now watch. i can't remember
1: Night's watch. when
0: i went as jessica lang's character from freak show last year uh-huh. i made damn sure that i knew all of the lyrics to david bowie's life on mars because you know what people have certain expectations when you have oh shit a costume like that like for example with my phyllis neffler costume from Troop beverly hills this year if someone wants me to sing cookie time Damn straight, I can sing it.
1: Okay, explain again to everybody who, what what is this movie?
0: Phil Sneffler uh, is played by Shelley Long in the 1989 amazingly underrated yet hilarious movie, Troop Beverly Hills. Yeah. About a snotty Beverly Hills woman who's going through a divorce and she wants to bond with her child. So she decides to start up a Girl Scout troop uh, made up of all these snotty little uh, Troop uh, Beverly Hills girls. And they find actually the spirit of friendship and love. Sounds like a horrible
1: movie. So it's a bunch of
0: spoiled brats. They're spoiled brats until they realize a lot of them are just unloved. They're living in Hollywood with their rich and famous, like, filmmaker parents. And then they're still spoiled and
1: have everything handed to them.
0: Not necessarily, Greg. Oh. I mean, one of them... Spoilers. But in that, one of the girl's parents even forgets her birthday.
1: Oh, boy.
0: And then there are and the red feathers. Herself. Don't even get me started. Those are the bad ones. That's Tori, one of Tori Spelling's first movies. And they injure one of them. Like, it's a wilderness survival trip. And they're all trying to, like, win. And they try to, like, seriously hurt Troop Beverly Hills. But is they- this
1: just, like, a weird dream you had? Or is this an <laughs> actual movie? I'm, I'm not sure my what the difference is. My life feels like
0: a weird dream. It I don't sounds know. like something
1: you would dream about.
0: I'm pretty sure that's the way the movie goes. That's how it is in my head, anyway. Anyway, I know what I'm doing with mine. You need to have some solid Jon Snow quotes down, or at least know how to Lord say Lord
1: Commander of the Night's Watch.
0: You just kind of sound like you're slurring and
1: tired. No, because that's how he always sounds. Jon Snow, okay, Game right, of here, Thrones. Just, if I'm you sendi- haven't watched Game of Thrones, i I just sorry. sent you a it's thing a- in
0: your chat, so uh, talk while you look at that. I just sent you something.
1: Okay. All right. So, I mean, Jon Snow is Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, and he's Ned Stark's bastard son. Bastard! No, that's not the, that's not the right way no, to do it. That. No, that's not at all. Ned Stax Bastard said. I am
0: mean, Ned Stark's Bastard Yeah, I'm John so. Snow. Yeah. How you doing yeah, there? Yeah, do you do?
1: No, I mean, I think I'm doing it all right. You just have to talk really low, you know, and I know there's a lot of Game of Thrones nerds that's being asked, why do you need quotes? That actually, it actually is fair because there are so many Game of Thrones nerds around. I mean, obviously I am one. I'm dressing like a character, but they're going to demand that I know everything. So I, I think I need to, all right, let me see here. Here,
0: I found some... Some Jon
1: Snow quotes. All right, okay, you got did, some dialogue? Is that what this I is? I went to
0: some dialogs so let's go to the the second one, the one that starts with Pyre or whatever that is.
1: All right. <laughs> All right, so you're going to be playing the role of Piper. Piper. And I'm Jon Snow. I don't know what
0: Piper is. So we're
1: doing a reading here.
0: So it doesn't matter. So everyone just don't pay attention to how I sound, because I don't know okay. what this character is. But Greg is supposed to be... So Sarah is nondescript Game of Thrones character. Greg is... <clears throat> okay. Jon Snow.
1: Jon Snow. <clears throat> <clears throat> Where have
0: you been? <laughs> what the hell was that? That's my pipe
1: Watch duty with Sam.
0: Ah, oh, Prince Porkchop, where is he?
1: He wasn't hungry.
0: Impossible.
1: That's enough. Sam's no different from the rest of us. There's no place for him in the world, so he's coming. (laughs) Oh, boy, it's not good, is it? Oh, my God. It's so bad. It's so bad. And I know it's so bad. It's so
0: bad. All right, keep going. Try try harder. Try harder.
1: Will you find something where he talks so I can at least compare it? Because this is, I'm hearing what's coming out of my head. What's coming out of my mouth. It's it's not right. You're cheating. What you want to do is I want to hear what he sounds like. I need a reference point. That's enough. Sam's no different from the rest of us. There's no place for him in this world. So he's come here. We're not going to hurt him in the training yard anymore. Never again. No matter what Thorn says, he's our brother now, and we're going to protect him. That's oh,
0: I guess not too oh. terrible.
1: Well, I mean, it's all
0: right. Here's some dialogue with Jon Snow. All right, let me let me go ahead and mute the Game of Thrones music. All right, so here's Jon Snow's best Lord moments. Commander
1: of the Night's Watch. All right, here we go. I mean, you do always have to sound tired. Hello.
0: Sir Alice, has said I'm to be your new watch partner. That's Sam. Jon Snow looks un... I should warn you... ...nonplussed. I don't see all that well.
1: Where's Jon Snow? stand by the fire. It's warmer. Oh, that's all it's right. It's warmer. It's You're warmer. Not- Come stand by the fire. It's, it's warmer. Here he is. Where? Come
0: stand by the fire. It's warmer. You can't see... You're afraid of heights and almost everything else, probably. All right, so that's him.
1: You can't see. You're afraid of heights and almost everything else, probably. All right. Do we want to do this scene? Right. Is this the scene? Uh, we can do <coughs> another one. No, that scene's right here. It's the next one down.
0: Oh yeah. All right. All right. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is just the caterpillar from Labyrinth in my head, by the way. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Here we go. I'm Sam. Hello. Sir Alistair says I'm to be your new watch partner. I should warn you, I don't see all that well.
1: Come stand by the fire. It's warmer.
0: No, that's all right. I'm fine.
1: You're not. You're freezing.
0: I don't like high places.
1: You can't fight. You can't see. You're afraid of heights and almost everything else, probably. What are you doing here, Sam?
0: On the morning of my 18th name day, my father said to me, you're almost a man now, blah, blah, blah. Sir so officer is going to make me fight again tomorrow, isn't he?
1: Yes, he is.
0: Oh, I'm not going to get any better, you know.
1: Well, you can't get any worse.
0: <laughs> I know for a fact some of the officers go to that brothel in Moles town.
1: I wouldn't doubt it.
0: Don't you think it's a bit unfair making us take our vows while we sneak off for a little Sally on the side?
1: Sally on the side.
0: It's silly, isn't it? But we can't defend the wall unless we're celibate as absurd.
1: I didn't think you'd be so upset about it.
0: Why not? Because I'm fat? No. But I like girls just as much as you do. They might not like me. I've never been with one. You've probably had hundreds.
1: No. As a matter of fact, I'm the same as you.
0: Yeah, I find that hard to believe.
1: <laughs> I came very close once. I was alone in a room with a naked girl, but...
0: <laughs> but what? Was she old and ugly?
1: No, you skipped a line.
0: Oh, did you not know where to put it?
1: I know where to put it.
0: But what? Was she old and ugly?
1: Young and gorgeous. A whore named Rose. Rose.
0: What color was her hair? Red. Oh, I
1: like red hair. This is getting creepy. <laughs> you don't know what to do. Oh, you don't want to know.
0: All right. Oh, wait. John has a big thing, and then we'll finish this.
1: All right. All right.
0: So why exactly did you not make love to Ross with yourself?
1: What? what? I think you just messed up that <laughs> line again.
0: It's well, I tried to, like, to ad-lib, because it says, to make love to Ross with the perfect... Dot, dot, dot. What does that mean?
1: What's... It means he was getting... It means he's... John Snow interrupts. What's my name?
0: John Snow.
1: And Why is my surname Snow?
0: Because you're a bastard from the north.
1: I never met my mother. My father wouldn't even tell me her name. I don't know if she's living or dead. I don't know if she's a noble woman or a fisherman's wife or a whore. So I sat there in the brothel as Rose took her clothes off. But I couldn't do it. 'Cause all I could think was that if I got her pregnant and she had a child, another bastard named Snow, it's not a good life for a child. Oh Nailed God, it.
0: you're, you're terrible! It. You're terrible! Nailed it! Wow!
1: Amazing! <laughs>
0: I, I would like to say you can act sometimes. That this was not one of them. <laughs> I think that my Sam was better than that your John. That is not true.
1: I was not that sure. bad. It was not that bad. I'm pretty sure my Sam was better than your John. I think I think my John Snow, it wasn't the best, but it wasn't that bad. I think I, I think I was close.
0: Is that good in life, though? It wasn't the best, but well, it's not you that know, bad.
1: Yeah, when I get cast to take over his place, then sure, that'll be a problem. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was okay. I think it was okay.
0: <laughs> well, best of luck to you. I hope that you give, <laughs> get to give many small children all the candy you No, desire. that's for
1: the ladies. That's what Jon Snow is for.
0: Jon Oh, okay. I'd like
1: to make you my wildling. Have you met my dog? His name's Ghost. You just sound really like wrong. But no, that's what Jon Snow says. Jon Snow's like looking for uh looking you know, looking for a wildling. Oh yeah, but but So like every are... redhead girl will be is your name Ingrid. I once knew a wildling named Ingrid.
0: I think it's Ingrid.
1: Ingrid. Yes. Oh Ingrid. Is it? Is it Ingrid or Egret? Well either way, oh, it won't matter. Let's
0: find out in real time. Greg, can you please just... Google while <laughs> we're all here waiting? That would be totally awesome.
1: <laughs> I'm Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. We need the wildlings when the White Walkers come and tear us to pieces. No, you no. know no, nothing,
0: Jon Snow. Yeah.
1: See, there we go. All right, that's enough. End scene.
0: All right. Well, I have two things that I put together today. <clears throat> okay. So I have I have my world of crazy, which is pretty crazy today. I have a lot of uh, I, I will say egret <laughs> is a
1: bird. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, David.
0: <laughs> um. So I have world of crazy. Some of them might or might not be um, penis themed, and then I also have. Interesting Halloween facts, which I actually... They're ones that I've never re- talked about before that I actually was unaware of that existed Okay. until now. So I don't know. Do we want to do World of Crazy first? Or, or then, Halloween facts? Or save the Halloween facts till the end?
1: Why don't we do Halloween facts at the end?
0: At the end. All right, yeah. so do you want to do a little World of Crazy then? I'd like
1: to do a little bit of World of Crazy.
0: I think you need to be like a little more alive when you're talking.
1: But I, he's always like tired, and
0: you're not punctuating enough. Everything things just kind of like blending to the other. Like
1: there's no. Yeah, that way nobody can tell if I'm that I'm doing it wrong. That doesn't make any sense. Oh no, it, it works.
0: It's I make it thing... sound shittier than it needs to be. No, it's so like nobody knows how shitty it really no, is. Same thing
1: when, when we when like Courage performs when the band performs. You know, once every two years. Sometimes when I'm up there, there's a couple of songs I have trouble remembering. The order of the lyrics Like which verses go where And so if I mess up in the middle I just kind of Slur them together and Make it sound like it's right And then nobody knows Secrets Your rock is inefficient That's the one where that happens mm-hmm. I forget which order they go in I wrote it too Alright
0: Hello my friends My name is Sarah Stillin. Welcome to my world of crazy Crazy Alright, first story Florida with trees Portland, Oregon That's where we are
1: Are you just making statements or what is Some kind of a poem that you've worked out
0: that a Portland, Oregon man has been arrested For breaking into his neighbor's home and stealing Women's
1: underpanties Oh
0: The Oregonian reports that Daniel Are
1: there overpanties? Ooh, I hate the word panties. I never want to say that again. Never mind. Ooh.
0: The Oregonian reports that Daniel Kowach, 24 years young, told police that he had thought for quite some period of time of breaking into his neighbor's home just to see if he could get away with it. <laughs> oh. He reportedly ended up doing it eventually. The couple that lived there chased him out and called the police. Police say that when they caught up to the man, they found the man's jacket along with two pairs of women's underwear... Maxi pads oh, and a large Bowie knife in the pockets of the jacket he was wearing. Ugh. Well, Daniel Kowach uh, reportedly told police that he took the items from the home and that he, quote, has an obsession with women's underwear and it's just getting worse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just getting worse. I've got an obsession with women's underwear it's just getting worse. Oh my God.
0: Well, he has now uh, been booked on burglary. And criminal mischief charges. Hey, anyone in Burlington, Vermont, want to let you know about some special food that's going to be offered there at a Vermont hotel. A chef at a Vermont hotel in Burlington says that he is going to start a special called Wild About Vermont next month, all throughout the month of November, which will feature muskrat, beaver, black bear, and more, and the biggest one that he's going to be selling, Roadkill. Chef Doug Payne of the Hotel Vermont says that the meal, starting on November 7th, will feature meat donated by Vermont hunters as fishermen as well as roadkill gathered by the Department of uh, Vermont Fish and Wildlife. I mean,
1: roadkill's a terrible way to... Terrible name, but sometimes... If it's like a big moose or something, I don't know if they have moose in Vermont. It's probably more like deer. Well,
0: it said it's going to be uh, black bear, beaver, and muskrat.
1: Well, yeah, but roadkill's anything. That's a potpourri. And then ro- That's yeah, a mixed bag. could be anything. You don't know what you're getting. Could be a raccoon.
0: Well, the chef wants to get uh, local Vermont folk uh, to get them connected to their local food sources, albeit from the road or anywhere else. Proceeds from the dinner, if you choose to participate in this, is the $75 dinner will be donated toward the conservation efforts of Lake Champlain International and in the Vermont uh, Department of Fish and Wildlife. They got to get paid to be scraping all those deer and moose and things off the road. So the animals that are going to be on the dinner table include black bear, moose, beaver, and muskrat. Also, the Department of Fish and Wildlife are donating three animals that have been killed on the state's roads. Those animals, though, have yet to be identified.
1: Yeah. No.
0: Would you eat roadkill?
1: I would Oh, you hesitated.
0: You totally would.
1: I would need to know a little bit more about what's going on. It was just a deer that got hit by a truck like that day. Yeah, I'd probably eat it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So if you live in Vermont, that's now's your chance to eat expensive roadkill. i would not eat a muskrat.
1: A that sounds gross.
0: Mm-hmm. What is a muskrat?
1: Mm, like a is it like a f- ferret looking thing? I I don't really know.
0: But so you said you won't eat it, but you don't even know what it is.
1: I mean, what it's actually—it's a rodent, but I, I think it's oh, it's, it's more like a nutria. Ugh. Yeah, it looks like a nutria.
0: All right. Well, it's Hell no. I hate nutrients. I know you do. Dateline, Florida. Got some Florida news. All right, this is my three fur that might have to do with a little bit of penises. No. Florida police are actively searching for someone who continues to drill glory holes in men's <laughs> bathrooms at the Treasure Shores Beach in Barrow Beach, Florida. Oh. This has happened multiple times, and they are trying to catch the glory hole culprit. So Brad Dewson is an employee there. He contacted authorities after discover- discovering what he called, quote, a circular hole drilled into the divider wall separating the urinals from the toilets. Surprise. Now, Dewson told the cops every day a new hole appears after he repairs it. And he doesn't know what's going on.
1: Uh, is he the one that's doing it?
0: A sheriff's deputy says, based on the location of where the hole was drilled, it is commonly used for male subjects to place their genitalia through it <laughs> and have oral sex performed on them.
1: Is this the clinical sheriff's definition of a glory hole? Well,
0: that, is his, that was his statement about <laughs> the drilled holes at this place. While police do not have any information so far about the persistent glory hole maker, uh, so it does not describe the size of the most recent hole, however, but they do say <laughs> that they do think that it would fit. It's not about the size. The case is
1: currently ongoing. From glory, I mean, how? <laughs> I don't really need. To, we don't need to get into the etiquette of glory holes, but I mean, is there just like some random guys in there taking taking a piss? And like, oh, well, that's not the toilet paper. Like looking over and somebody's got...
0: Well, I might as well put my mouth on that. That's happened to me, i see it's <laughs> <laughs> <Seems> clean.
1: <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Oh. Ew.
0: I used to... In Seattle, there was this old bar. They It, it was on the hill. It's been gone. You know, the demolition of Seattle was a few years ahead of Portland. But it was this bar. It was a gay bar. Up on Capitol Hill, and sure as shit, they had glory holes in all of the bathroom stalls. And it was wow. like a, a unisex bathroom, so I just kind of oh. like stick some toilet paper in the hole, <laughs> just because like I could hear someone peeing next to me. I'm like, I don't
1: <laughs> need to be
0: seeing this. I mean, it was easily solvable. I just put some toilet paper in, block the hole, use the restroom, and then get out of there.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, uh, keeping up with my classy world of crazy from glory holes to nut sacks.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Greg, have you become bored with beautiful landscape photos without dangling balls in them? Now there's a new trend that's sweeping the internet called Nutscapes. Now, Nutscapes are uh, a collection of crowdsourced landscapes embellished with just a touch of male balls. Now, this is touting itself as a community-built web-based photographic project. Uh, It was created in New Zealand. In 2007, there have been thousands upon thousands of nutscapes <laughs> that have been taken.
1: Is this real?
0: It is real. It's called nutscapes. It's I've... not safe for work. If you if, if you're at work and you're looking this up, <laughs> don't Google nutscapes. Definitely, it, it's not a penis. It's definitely people dangling their balls in front of really pretty scenery.
1: And somebody, oh my god, somebody oh. sent this
0: to me on Facebook. I'm so what I can't remember fuck? who it was.
1: <sighs> so uh, who would, why would you do this? So
0: what, uh, what Nutscapers do is they show uh, basically shadowy images. Sometimes you can see other details of uh, dangly balls. <laughs> this is balls so
1: gross. I, what am I Dangling in front of beautiful
0: mountains, white beaches, and historical sites. Uh, the Project Founder says, I believe Nutscapes has great artistic depth because it touches <laughs> the proj- upon...
1: The Project Founder. He's an artist, by the way.
0: It touches upon both lowbrow vulgarity and a highbrow concept.
1: What's highbrow about that? There's nothing highbrow. You cannot pass that off as highbrow concept. uh, He said simply. You're teabagging nature. That is not highbrow. He
0: said simply put, nuts are fucking funny. Always have been, always will be. They add humor to subject matter, landscape photography that is typically a little dry. So if you. (laughs)
1: Because the landscape is too dry. You know what this needs? It needs my balls on it. It
0: needs my balls. All right, so I can t- let me tell you how you can Nutscape. If you would like to contribute to the Nutscaping cause, here's the four-step process. Greg, are you ready to learn how to Nutscape? Here it is. Number one, Greg, there are four steps.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Please, please. Uh... All
0: right, the first. the first step is find somewhere awesome. That's number one. Okay. Number two, turn your back to the place that you found that's awesome. Number three, drop your pants. Number four Yeah, I mean, it's Bend over and shoot the nutscape back through your legs That's kind of how I
1: figured out Ooh. it would work But that's
0: Also, uh, keep in mind They do not want any pictures of penises It's just purely nuts
1: Yeah, don't make it crude mm-hmm. Come on
0: Don't be crass Don't be crass
1: This is highbrow art This is
0: highbrow art
1: Highbrow This is highbrow nut art, okay <laughs> For those boring landscapes Wanna... Gotta spice them up a Wanna little bit Pep up that landscape shot
0: And finally, I do have an injection story because we haven't had one of those in a while. And it isn't having to do with butts. But it's a man who wanted a little bit of bigger manhood decided to take it into his own hands. A prisoner who wanted a bigger penis ended up messing up the penis that he already had by injecting petroleum jelly into it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like Vaseline? Vaseline. So Alexander Jellick. This was a home operation, I think? Well, he was in prison. This is happening. This is an in-prison in, in prison surgical. Okay. So, this is, uh, so, uh, Alexander Jellick, 46 years young, was serving seven years for theft uh, when a fellow inmate who claimed to be a plastic surgeon suggested, hey, you got a small penis? Why don't I make that bigger for you? And Jellick <laughs> hey, was like, oh. All right.
1: I just so, happened to notice, you know, the other day. It's just uh,
0: uh, When we were in the shower, uh, yeah. well, uh, there's something to be desired. So Jock said, uh, <laughs> he told me I could inject my manhood with Vaseline and this would pump it up and make it much larger. Well, so this... Uh,
1: okay, that sounds good, other prison guy. The plastics, Sure, uh, the, inject my penis with something.
0: The plastic surgeon inmate, in loose parentheses, uh, arranged for medical equipment to be smuggled into the jail, injected 80 grams of Vaseline into Jellick's penis over a four-day span. Jellick, who was eventually taken to the hospital in severe pain, said, my genitals swelled up and it was so painful. It was so bad. The doctors had to actually remove parts of his penis so they could urinate. He was put on a catheter and got an infection but survived the horror. Uh, He also... uh, His wife was unhappy with the fact that he decided to get a penis implant in jail because if you still have seven years left on your sentence, why the hell are you getting a penis implant in jail? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't playing stuff to land, and so she's uh, the, <coughs> what the wife. The fuck was that? The wife left me because <laughs> she could not handle the fact that I was.
1: Let's go back really quick. I'm not letting that go. What did you just say? Nothing. Say it. Say it again. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it was a '90s song. Know reference. what I'm saying? Stop playing and delaying. When if did...
0: anybody gets that, I will give you one of our T-shirts for free. Anyway. Um. So his wife left him after she didn't understand why he was getting a penis in, injection in jail. So he is now half penisless, single,
1: and alone. What What did happen to the guy, though, who was the uh, prison surgeon? He didn't snitch. Prison. We don't oh, have okay. the
0: name of the surgeon. Okay. Yeah. It's just the way it hey, is. Hey, dude.
1: It's just the way it is. Hey, man, I was just noticing. Uh, looks like you could use a little help down there. Just so happens, I got a.
0: I've got this jar of Vaseline and a
1: syringe. Yeah. Want to do this, buddy? Want to do this? Solve this right <laughs> now!
0: All right, there you have it, my friends. That is your world of crazy.
1: That was that was some excellent world of crazy, sir. I
0: appreciate it. Excellent Thank world so so of crazy.
1: All right. All right. Um, <laughs> Should we do a little bit of uh, a little bit of ball talk after that? I mean, we might as well just keep it going. Oh, yeah. It's a natural connection. It's uh, it's slow, slow balls today. Okay, but there are some big stories. Big stories. And stories that are big. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right. First up in ball talk. This is one of the most random stories, but I'll do it. So you know, of course, last weekend, Michigan State beat Michigan. Or actually, it was on the 17th. Excuse me, it was on uh, October 17th. Michigan State beat Michigan in college football in kind of a last-second punt Mishap where Michigan State got the ball and scored and won the game.
0: Oh, yeah, that awful one that you kept replaying over and over and over. Oh, it's
1: fantastic. Oh,
0: God, it's so awkward.
1: Oh, the audio of them talking and about it. And then
0: anyone who hasn't seen it, Greg, will be like, have you heard this audio about this? Let me play it for you. Oh,
1: I'll play it for everybody. You play it, it for everybody. It is the most awkward audio ever because it's people, it's the Michigan announcers just flabbergasted because they can't believe it just happened. However, some pretty... Pretty neat trolling did happen afterwards, and this is something I did not—I have to say—I would have never expected as a trolling tactic. But it's good. There is a uh, man, and that's the end of the story. There's a man named Nick Sod. Story. Nick uh, Sod or Sade? I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. We'll say it's Sod. Nick Sod, who has happens to have a hobby. He's a taxidermist.
0: All right, Nick Sod's a taxidermist.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And he, in particular, apparently likes to taxidermy chipmunks. So what he did was pose his taxidermy chipmunks in a complete reenactment of the Michigan-Michigan State game. No. Uh, especially the ending. Oh. Yes. He took several different photos. He's That's got a fake. That's
0: worth it. That's worth it. It
1: looks like he took like a ping pong table and turned it into a miniature football field. Kind of
0: looks like a miniature
1: football field. And then uh, taxidermied The Chipmunks put helmets on them, appropriate Michigan State Spartans and and, uh, (laughs) University of Michigan helmets, and then used squirrels as the refs to show the touchdown. That is
0: amazing.
1: We'll put a link to this at FunEmploymentRadio.com under this episode. This is uh, 1455, I believe it is. You can find the link there. It is pretty impressive.
0: That is I appreciate when someone takes their talent and they're like focused on something they want to do it and they just make their dream come true.
1: Yeah, it's being noted in the chat uh, anyone with a bunch of taxidermied squirrels is someone I don't want to know. That is an interesting (laughs) hobby. I mean, if you go over to Nick's house like, oh, you're having a beer hey, Nick, nice to meet you. Hey, you know what? Want to come down to my basement and see something neat I made? (laughs) So I gathered all these dead chipmunks. Which, by the way, how did he get so many dead chipmunks?
0: You know how? Oh, come on. We live in a city. I, I see a dead chipmunk or a dead squirrel like every day.
1: So he's driving around. Yeah, but they're usually run over. He can't use those ones. They got to be whole. I see a lot
0: of them that are electrocuted. I see full chipmunks a lot because they're running on the power lines, and they'll just be like, and then and they just fall off.
1: That's not really how that works. Well, then they can run on the power lines because it's grounded.
0: No, but I've seen some get. Ele- I've seen one get electrocuted before. Where it kind of got shocked and then just stood there and then just like fell off. <laughs> it was not funny at all. By the
1: way, Sarah's impression of a shocked chipmunk is something we'll have to maybe periscope at some point. I don't think so. You'll have to demonstrate that. Well, anyway. This guy has collected a number of dead chipmunks and dead squirrels. Who knows what else he's got in his basement, but nonetheless... Yeah, this... he's
0: collecting a whole bunch of dead,
1: like, squirrels. I mean, that's a animals. lot of dead chipmunks. Collecting. That is a lot of dead chipmunks to make a, f- a two football teams. <laughs> well, there it is. All right, moving on to ball talk. We've got this. I'm going to talk about this, which happened yesterday. Before I make... Some major predictions, which is a staple here of Fun Employment Radio. I know a lot of people wait a long time to hear my predictions. Do they? And I know it's an important part of their lives. However, this is something I did not predict, but it did happen last night. The Portland Timbers, the Major League Soccer team here in Portland, Oregon, was taking on Sporting Kansas City last night here in Portland. And this is in the playoffs, so it's a knockout game, so there can be no tie. The game ended tied 2-2 and went to overtime overtime and at the end of uh i believe two overtimes in mls however many it was they went to a penalty shootout which i actually did watch this yesterday it went to a penalty shootout so if the game's tied each team gets 5 shots at the goal where it's just one player against the goalkeeper and you trade off
0: is it the for same five. is it the same player or does it does it like, cycle through the team? Yeah, or?
1: cycles through the team. Okay. The goalkeeper stays the same. All right. So it's the goalkeeper against one of their players. They set the ball on the ground. The player runs up, tries to kick a goal. And if uh, the goalkeeper blocks it, well, then they don't get a point. It goes on and on like that. It's Usually it's done within five rounds. That's typically how it is. This one went to, I believe, 11 rounds. It went to 11 rounds wow. to where the final thing, it was still tied after all that time. They were kicking goals, but um, each team was making them or blocking them. Went to the final one, which at the 11th player, that means the goalkeeper has to kick. So it was goalkeeper against goalkeeper. The Portland goalkeeper made his shot. And then that meant Portland was up 1-0 and the Kansas City guy had one chance. If he scored, it would have kept on going. But he kicked. Portland goalkeeper blocked it. Portland won. And they are moving on to the playoffs.
0: That's insane. It's actually,
1: the the clip of it is pretty cool, even if you're not a soccer fan. It's a pretty cool clip, just uh, just at the end of there. Just seeing a goalkeeper kicking at another goalkeeper is mm-hmm. pretty neat. So Portland Timbers, congratulations to them. Very cool. For moving on to the playoffs. I
0: have a lot of friends that are very, 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 very happy. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, indeed. Oh, okay. One OT, two 15-minute halves. Okay. That's how it works. So it's one overtime. It's a half hour of overtime is how that worked before they got to the uh, kicking part. Wow. Yeah. Pretty cool game, though. So Portland Timbers are going to be taking on the Vancouver Whitecaps, I believe, on Sunday. I'm not sure what time. Taking them on on Sunday. Uh, Moving on to ball talk. Sarah, let's just do some predictions here really quick. All right.
0: Oh, does that mean you're (coughs) sending me some?
1: I am indeed going to be sending you some. I will say this. The World Series is going on right now. Oh, also Oregon won in like three overtimes against Arizona State in football. They're still not very good. The New York Mets are taking on the Kansas City Royals tonight. In game three of the World Series, the Royals up 2-0, to Sarah.
0: It's quite exciting,
1: Greg. They're in New York right now.
0: Oh, so they won the second game, too. I only watched the first game, the game that went on forever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Kansas City won both games. But my prediction is this. Place your bets now. Watch the Vegas odds ticker change as I do this. New York Mets are going to win at home today. New Uh, York Mets will beat the Kansas City Royals. Book it. All right. Now this final part here is where I make my predictions on college football, which I've been quite accurate at this year. Not particularly. More times than not, I'm 100% correct. So I'll pick three games. You know, Of course, I study all week. All week long, I study these games. Study the statistics, the fields, the
0: temperatures. For the love of God, we have more things to do. Just pick a team.
1: You can't rush the process, Sarah. Process is the process. Game number one, Sarah, that I will predict. Tennessee at University of Kentucky. The Tennessee Volunteers. That's their name? Yep. Oh. Against the Kentucky Wildcats
0: Don't say it like that
1: Wildcats wow. They're up in Kentucky Two states with a lot of good good whiskey and bourbon Bluegrass State, Kentucky Cincinnati's right by it Louisville Louisville Slugger, that's a baseball bat That's from Kentucky Kentucky Derby, that's another thing. Just go, oh my God. Fried chicken, all things from Kentucky. The winner's going to be Tennessee. The Tennessee Volunteers will win at Kentucky. Next game. I like to give people a little bit of a history of the state, you know, when I'm I'm talking about them. I'm
0: so glad I know that they have fried chicken in Kentucky. Thank you.
1: Number 15, Michigan. Number 15, Michigan, after that terrible loss and the chipmunk insult heading to Minnesota. Brett lives there Listener
0: Brett in Minnesota
1: Yep Actually I think he moved to Colorado But he's still Brett from Minnesota
0: And we still love your uh, voicemails that you leave us
1: Brett We do absolutely (laughs) Minnesota The Minnesota Gophers Sarah They're the Golden Gophers Against the Michigan Wolverines Minnesota Minneapolis is there St. Paul Also there Twin Cities is what they're called Land of a Thousand Lakes a lot of lakes up there in Minnesota. It gets cold. First season of Fargo, albeit Fargo is in North Dakota, is set in Minnesota. A little tidbit there. A bit of information. Prince is from Minnesota. Just stop! <laughs> Minnesota is going to beat Michigan. Okay. Minnesota. Golden Gophers taking down the Wolverines. And Sarah, give me one more game.
0: We're doing Oklahoma. Hit me,
1: hit me with it.
0: Oklahoma State versus Texas Tech.
1: Oklahoma State versus Texas Tech. All right, it's Oklahoma State Cowboys. Raising rope Broncos. Cowboys versus the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Where are they at, Sarah? Are they at Texas Tech or Oklahoma State? They're at. They're in Texas. At Texas Tech. Texas. Lone Star State down there. Texas Tech Red Raiders. I believe their coach is a younger guy. Can't remember his name. Don't know much about Texas Tech. Used to work with a woman whose daughter went to Texas Tech. They were in the oil business. She had lived in Alaska during Valdez. Her daughter... Went to Texas Tech. That's where the... She was divorced.
0: This is the least interesting thing ever. These
1: are the only things I have for Texas Tech. speed it up. The only reference I've got. Speed it up. They're the Red Raiders. And I worked with a woman whose daughter went there. And the woman herself was divorced and really didn't like her ex-husband. That's just really good. Texas Tech Red Raiders. Too bad for Texas Tech. The Cowboys are going to win. Oklahoma State. There we go. All right. She really didn't like her ex-husband. That concludes this edition of Ball talk.
0: Jesus Christ, I thought that was never gonna end. Were you really just using Ball Talk to talk about some random woman that you knew sometime who didn't who went to Texas Tech who didn't like her husband?
1: No, it's just I didn't know you were gonna make that prediction. I had no idea ahead of time, because you did pick that right then. You did you not? I just did. Well, you randomly picked it. I didn't know. It was at Texas Tech. I like to give a little background on the cities where the games are played. little extra information you're not going to get other places. Um, and that's, that's all I got for Texas Tech. I really don't know anything else.
0: I think that was more than enough.
1: Yeah. Red Raiders.
0: I do have some really cool Halloween facts that I found that I didn't know. Before I actually read them today, because there's always, you know, like the Hallows Eve and that kind of stuff.
1: Ooh. Oh, I have my soundboard still Oh, damn it. I, it! I shouldn't have reminded dinner. you about that. All right, yes, I let's totally hear some. Forgot. Let's hear some Halloween facts,
0: Greg. Let me just get my soundboard up. Just, uh, you're just making this a little, a little annoying for me right now. There we go. Now I have, uh, I have some fun facts that you can share with your friends. <laughs> As you're going to your Halloween parties and you want to have like some like smart anecdote, as you're standing around the punch bowl, like, oh, what should we talk about? You'd be like, all right, this is really going to help. Maybe make a new friend, or two. You never know. <laughs> Halloween has a very long and storied past. Originally, the name of Halloween was. Samhain. Did you know this, Greg? I didn't know that. Samhain is the original name of Halloween, which was a Celtic festival marking the end of summer and the beginning of a cold, cold fall and winter. Now, the pagans who first celebrated the holiday believed that on Samhain, the veil between the two worlds was at its thinnest and the dead could walk the earth. The otherworldly nature of Halloween has captured people's imaginations for centuries and led to many superstitions and traditions that last to this day.
1: Is that like the veil between two worlds in uh, Fringe? Because I'm really into Fringe right now. I I finally started watching it. You're really really into that.
0: All right, here's some facts about it. So many Christians are disturbed by Halloween and consider it wrong to take a part in it, seeing as part of celebration of evil, because they see it as a celebration of the devil. And according to Christianity, of course, the devil is the enemy. Back in the day, when Christians first changed Halloween to All Hallows' Eve, they uh, believed very literally in the devil. However, to them, one of the best ways to fight the devil was to attack his weakness, which was his pride. Candy? No, his pride was his greatest asset. Oh. And so the pride was what led him to be a fallen angel in the first place, then becoming the devil. True. To this effect, they decided to dress up in red horns and a ridiculous tail to mock him, hoping it would cause him to flee, making fun of something that he did not look like at all so the intent got lost over time so many people have an unrealistic idea of what the devil looks like when he's depicted as red with the horns and the tail when really that was actually just him being mocked to try and keep the devil away so that isn't really what he looks like Whoa. do you know why a jack-o'-lantern is called a jack-o'-lantern well let me tell you why okay, i don't want why? i don't want to hear your stupid idea why I have a theory. I don't care. Irish legend has it that one day the devil himself came to take the soul of a thieving man. And his name was Jack. But Jack managed to trick the devil, making him promise to never take his soul. Now, after eventually living a long life, Jack tried to enter the pearly gates of heaven. But he could not, for he had lived a life of evil. He then attempted to enter hell. This is Jack. But the devil kept his word... And did not let him into hell as well. Jack, no heaven, no hell, no place to go. Having nowhere to go, the devil laughed at Jack and threw at him a glowing ember, which he fashioned into a lantern using a turnip in his pocket. He became the Jack of the lantern, doomed to aimlessly walk the earth with nowhere to go. Now these might sound as if they're made up. However, this does have some truth to it because they're based on a real phenomenon that when swamp gases interact with decaying matter, it will sometimes give off a strange light that seems to vanish when you get closer. So before there was a scientific explanation, people believed these were trapped souls that could neither enter heaven nor hell and would lead you astray. Some legends say that the Irish would use turnips or beets to create jack-o'-lanterns for that same reason, because they're trapping the spirits in kind of a purgatory of sorts. Wow. And lanterns were used as means to honor those souls that are trapped in purgatory, but also the mocking faces of jack-o'-lanterns are used to scare away evil spirits.
1: All right, it's not quite my theory. I disagree in a few places, but okay.
0: All right, I have a couple more. There's one about Halloween costumes. Now Halloween uh, is the day where you can be almost anything you desire. From you can dress like a you know a giant cheeseburger, or you can dress as a Game of Thrones character that you can't even do an accent for, okay, and, and many people like to take part. Of- Many people like to take part of you know dressing up for Halloween. A but giant what?
1: cheeseburger? Why? Are you hungry or something?
0: They was a giant cookie, and then I didn't really feel like a cookie, and then I I changed it to cheeseburger. Have you ever dressed up like a giant cheeseburger? No, but now I kind of want to, and I would want to eat my costume. I would make it out of real cheeseburger stuff. If you were a cheeseburger, would you eat yourself? <laughs> All right, but one thing that most people don't know was why uh, people started wearing Halloween costumes on Halloween in the first place. Now, this happened, of course, during Samhain before... uh, Or Samhain, excuse me. It's
1: being said in here in the chat that it's pronounced Samhain.
0: I don't know. During the Celtic festival of Samhain, (laughs) the dead were said to walk the earth. So... Uh, so, the Celts would wear costumes to blend in with the evil spirits or at least not to be recognized Ooh. by them. So, they would wear disguises so that they wouldn't stand out and be taken or murdered by the evil spirits. Ooh. Sometimes the costumes u- were used for more proactive purposes. Villagers believed the dead would congregate around their feasts they were having, so, masked men would try to gain attention of the spirits and attempt to lead them away from the village. <laughs> Trick-or-treating is probably the best-known part of Halloween. Most of us love to do it as a kid. However, the origins of trick-or-treating are shrouded in mystery. Although many cultures had similar practices. For example, in the UK, children go to door-to-door on Guy Fawkes Day and ask for a penny for the guy in Ireland in the old Samhain days. It was fairly customary for orphans to beg for supplies. After all, Samhain did mark the beginning of the cold months, and they wouldn't need any help that they could get. However, the phrase trick-or-treat has more modern origins. Some suggest that the phrase began in America in the early 20th century with the arrival of Irish immigrants who brought mischief along with them.
1: What are you saying about the Irish?
0: To combat pranks or other mischief by poor children, people suggested offering treats to them as a small bribe so the children wouldn't you know mess with their things or try to pickpocket them or do any kind of trick to them. So they would bribe the children with candy or something else and offer them a treat instead of a trick. Huh. So it would be a trick or a treat. Have so. you ever
1: tricked anyone? No.
0: Uh, so for this reason, it's early days Halloween was often known as beggar's night, and that's why they'd exchange a trick for a treat. Now finally... There is one. There's one tale of lore.
1: Do you want a sound effect for this at all? Sure.
0: <laughs> there is a big. Su- <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> All right. There's one final piece of information I want to give you about Halloween, and it's about superstitions. Now, imagine, if you will, you're walking home on Halloween night, and you're coming back from a Halloween party. Maybe you've just done a little tricking, a little treating. Uh, you had yourself a good old time heading home.
1: Well, little tricking and a little treating sounds kind of... <laughs> I'm not sure what, what you do on your Halloween, but...
0: Everything seems fine. You're just on your <laughs> some way. Some people home. call it a
1: trick. Some a treat. Depends on which side you're on.
0: So you're on your way home, and you you know you're just like on your merry way. Nothing is happening. Everything's been good. And then you hear something behind you. You hear the sound of someone walking behind you. You quicken your steps, but they seem to match their pace with yours. Now, while you might be tempted to turn around to assure yourself and take a look and that everything's okay, this could be your fatal mistake. You should never turn around on Halloween night if you hear somebody walking behind you. And here is why: I can Acor- smell what's inside of you. According, what-, what are you doing, Greg?
1: It's an emotional triumph. Brie Larson's performance will take your breath away. Wait. <laughs> Are you getting an advertisement in the middle of <laughs> here? This of my isn't scary, music. scary at all. Or is it scary? It I'm is not sure. It's scary,
0: goddammit. I'm getting <laughs> a goddamn. <laughs> it was supposed to be scary music, and now it's getting pitched some like shitty indie film. <laughs> you were right at the. First... Goddammit, I was at like, the scary part, too. And by scary part, I mean it's not scary, and it's pretty stupid. But you know what? I put some time into this.
1: Tell us more about Brie, or whoever that was. Fucking Brie, your stupid movie. I hope
0: (laughs) hope you've been trying to be an actress your entire life, Brie, and that this movie's an epic failure.
1: (laughs) And then a commercial played on your podcast. (laughs) Well,
0: according to superstition.
1: This is a day of nightmares.
0: Oh my god. Alright, everything seemed fine You hear someone walking behind you, blah 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 But if you turn around, it could be a fatal mistake I'm setting the tone again Isn't that scary? Yes,
1: yeah, you're really, you're <laughs> roping me as scary as You're Brie. roping me back into it You just get Bree out of there Alright, sir. So, okay, let's, let's try to let's, let's reset it Give us the build according to superstition there is a good
0: chance that on Halloween if you are being followed by someone that you're being shadowed by the devil himself actually I totally said that wrong it was supposed to be death
1: <laughs> you totally threw me well off. you have just completely <laughs> tanked your own segment I mean this was your thing <laughs> you have no one to blame god but yourself damn
0: it alright uh-huh. it's Bree god I fucking hate that bitch <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'm going to say it again, according to superstition, there's a good chance that on Halloween that you're being shadowed by death himself. and if is you that look a question? upon: I didn't
1: understand <laughs> that last part. I'm sorry.
0: By death himself, and if you look upon him, it will be your end. But the parting of the veil between the worlds on Halloween is cause for more than the fear of spirits or death coming to claim you. It is also considered a very important night for divination. Many of the superstitions involving divination also have to do with love. And some are extremely specific. For example, if any of you are out there looking for a suitor and you want to see the face of your future spouse, try this. One of the, uh, the most well-known traditions to do this is uh, holding a candle in one hand, a mirror in the other, and then walk backwards down the stairs. Wait, what? I think they want you to kill yourself.
1: <laughs> what are you telling people here? <laughs>
0: don't do that. And this will supposedly allow you to see your future spouse. You walk- Anyway, just don't turn don't turn around when someone's following you on the street. Just walk faster or like run into a house or something.
1: And walk backwards down the stairs? With
0: a mirror and a candle. <laughs> so that is basically like setting yourself on fire and breaking your neck at the same time. Then you'll see the face of your spouse. I really feel like I just nailed this segment.
1: It's pretty amazing. Like, I just don't think I I could have done any better. You should take this on the road. I don't think I'm needed anymore.
0: I'm pretty sure that this is the peak of my career.
1: Hey, you wanted me to stop talking.
0: No, I'm still sticking with that. That's fine.
1: All right. Well, thank thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. That was very enlightening, and I feel like I really learned a lot. I do too.
0: By that, I feel like we all learned together.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're just the worst.
0: Wow. You're the worst.
1: <laughs> oh, um, I think we've done enough for today. You think? I think that's been all right,
0: enough. John Snow.
1: Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Appointment Radio for our very special Halloween episode.
0: Is that what we're going to call it? A very special Halloween episode?
1: Yes. Yep. That's what we'll call it. (laughs) Very professional ending to the week. It's professional and (laughs) (laughs) Halloween-y. Thank you everyone for tuning in now with Halloween coming, of course. And you are spending all that time in your costumes or hanging out with friends. You know who you need to book. Is D Leonidas Photography. Yes. And I want to give another big thank you to them for the Halloween Photo Contest. So uh, Rick Rutherford was the winner. And he, I believe he's in contact with them now to get his uh, Fun Employment right this Radio second, portrait. Right
0: this very second.
1: Who knows? He could be taking pictures right now. I don't know. But don't I do know. know what you should do. If you are listening right now, go to our website, FunEmploymentRadio.com. Number one. Go, that, go to the site. Number two. There is a link under our sponsors. The big picture the D. Leonidas Photography logo. Click on that and it'll take you straight to a special portrait discount, which is a fantastic deal. And it's only offered to you guys who listen to Fun Employment Radio. So please take advantage of that deal. Get some nice portraits done for whatever the occasion is, whatever it is, whether it's your Halloween costume, whether it's just hanging out, whether it's um, you want to commemorate something, whether you have a school thing, you have that's a best friend in
0: town, you your mom's a- visiting, whatever you want to have a band. you got a really good haircut and you want to commemorate it so in ten years from now you can laugh at it because it'll be dated in ten years from now but right now it looks amazing
1: or you don't want to look like a douche on your LinkedIn site mm-hmm. and you want to have a nice picture up there. <laughs> So go to our website, click on that link now, and get your session ordered from D. Leonidas Photography. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Coming up on the network in a little bit, will be at 5.30 p.m. Drive time at the drive-in. Uh, who is playing Chud? Awesome. The soundtrack to Chud. So that's going to be happening, and then tomorrow, of course, is Chronicles of the Nerds, followed by
0: Rip City Bad Boys. Rip
1: City Bad Boys, Heck yeah! All here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. You guys are fantastic. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio.
0: Come, Happy Halloween!
1: <laughs> Wait, do I have my sound
0: effects? Wait.
1: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>